driving in an Olympic lane while getting a blowjob from your girlfriend. It has been done. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, D. Simon. Get down on your knees and kiss this man's feet. I'm Lance Wackerly. If I was that dude, I'd be dreaming of boobs. We're going to stay here all night if we have to, so let's get started. Uh, can I go when this starts to suck? Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, D. Simon. I'm Lance Wackerly. What's up there, Wacker? How was your uh, fucking America Day? Fourth of July. It was all right, but uh, once again, I need to stop having parties. So wait, you had a uh, fiesta, a Wackerly fiesta? Yeah. It always just comes comes down to it. Like everybody's like, well, "What are we gonna do?" I don't know. Well, let's just go have your barbecue at your house. And I'm always like, "Okay." You always you always end up having the Super Bowl parties, the Fourth of July yeah. parties. That just it's your you have a party spot. You have like a frat house. Well, yeah, kind of. Except in the frat, there's other people around. I think the only reason I, it comes on to me because if you're a couple and you live somewhere, right? Like you have an apartment, or you rent a house with a yard, or you own a house with a yard. Maybe one of the people will be like, will think, "Oh, let's just have the party here." But then the other one will always be the voice of reason and say. No, we're not going to do that. Like, then we're gonna the have to clean. Yeah, then we're going to... Yeah. I think it goes both ways. Then we're going to have to clean it up. Like, all these people are here. Like, it's it's fucking sucks. And the one thing that pushed me over the edge this time... Because it's not even the cleaning up, really. It only takes, like, an hour. You just got to do it. What about the free booze? The free booze gets left. That's good. But I'll just go buy booze. The thing that I don't like is you can't... If the party's at your house, you can't leave. Like, it's 6 o'clock. You know, it starts at... 2 p.m. after you go watch the parade. There's a big parade, 4th of July parade. Then you come back, you start grilling meats, drinking, eating. And then 6 o'clock, you're just kind of like, hmm. Are you I'm just pretty much done with then? this. <laughs> I'm pretty much done with this. But there's people coming and going, right? Just so waves. Like, yeah, all the 2 p.m. people that started when you started, because it's your your house, apartment, whatever. They're all like, well, you know, I've been here four hours. I'm going to go home and sit in front of the couch, watch some TV, you know. It was a weeknight, so you had to go, everybody had to go to work the next day. And they're like, well, see you later. But other people are just starting to show up. They just showed up at like 5 or well, because, 4.30. Well, because they went to another barbecue or another party, and so they're hitting or, yours as a second party. Or they were, you know, exercising or mowing their lawn or doing their laundry, whatever. But now they're expecting, like, well, I'm going to stay here for about four hours. So now, now you've got to now now it's eight p.m. and now another wave of people show up, and you're just it's your house. And you're like, I guess I'm just going to drink for twelve hours straight because all these people seem to want to like come in shifts. And and my one friend was like. I saw him walking out the door, and I was like, "Hey, dude, what are you doing? What's going on? Oh, I gotta go walk my dog, and <laughs> I'll be right. I'll be right back." Left, never came back. His wife was here, and she's like, "I don't know where he went." I was like, "Well, can you text him? What did what happened? Text him." He's like, "Oh, yeah, I just didn't feel like hanging out anymore." And so you're, and I was like, you're basically stuck entertaining everybody because it's your house. I was jealous. I was like, I wish I could just, I could just leave. <laughs> so okay, at what you point? Can't. At what point did you like go take a piss? And leave, come back from your bathroom, just be like, 
Just everybody get the fuck out. Party's <laughs> over. Not not till like midnight or something. Midnight. <laughs> you should you know what you should have done is just grabbed a bunch of sparklers and just ran after people, threatening to burn their face if they didn't leave. Yeah, sort of. I think everybody kind of. I didn't. Don't Cost think I really to yell at people. I think they kind of just got the idea when I what? was like not saying anything and like sprawled on the couch, wasted. Just like, uh, I don't know of any more ways to entertain you guys. So why don't you just go? Is there a, a, like a better hint than you just like ignoring everybody and just watching TV and like acting like you normally would if no one was there? Like just go to <laughs> your computer, know. jack off. That probably they'd get the <laughs> message then. <laughs> I don't know, Wacker. I mean, you got to like put your foot down on this. You should insist. I just, I mean, with with my big group, there just needs to. We need to start like a, a wheel, like a chore wheel. Like, no party. We're at my house. We're at my house for Fourth of July, so you know the Christmas party is going to be at your place or something like. You that. know what the problem is? The problem is most of the people have apartments that are small. So you have an apartment that's small. Yeah, but you have a house with a backyard. You got you have space to accommodate. The number of people that would be at a party. Whereas apartment, it sucks going to an apartment party that you're going to have the cops called because you're too loud. Neighbors are going to complain. Everyone's shoved in the kitchen because the only place True. you can smoke. People, people have parties in their apartments all the time. It's not, it's not a big hurdle. Don't get the hot tub then. Because if you get a hot tub, they're never going to leave you I'm alone. Not. <laughs> I'm not getting a hot tub for that very reason. Like, can I come over and use your hot tub? I don't have one. Bye. I went to a uh, attended a big gay Fourth of July party. Um, hung out with the uh, the ex girlfriend and uh, some of her friends. And, you know the party itself, actually. You know, ignoring the fact that it was so gay, um, was actually a really nice party. This guy had a you know this amazing house like in the Hollywood Hills. I guess he's the producer of a bunch of movies. He's like a big Hollywood producer guy. Um, cool dude. Totally old, gay, Jewish, pervy dude, but uh, he's mm. like a big time producer. Um, I doesn't seem like doesn't seem like the demographic that would be really into having a lavish Fourth of July party. I think it's just uh, I think dudes like that are just like I have enough money where I can just show off to everybody. I mean, he had a he had a fully catered bar, like a fully catered dinner or food. Like there was a whole wait staff there serving food. Then there was a an open bar with like a bartender just like serving top shelf like mojitos and shit. Like I was like, I was just like, this is that just, is gay. Well, I was just like, this is just weird, dude. I've never been to a, a barbecue like this. Usually, it's just like a some red, white, and blue cupcakes from Safeway on a picnic right. table with some like nat, natty light, you know, Jello mold or Jello mold. You know, this is like fancy. People are drinking spritzers and and wine. But the funniest thing about this party, so there, I mean, there there are a couple famous people there. Um, the chick from uh, I was talking to her actually, the Irish woman who was in Deadwood and Sons of Anarchy. And I forgot her the name. The blonde one. She's like reddish hair, blondish, dirty blonde hair. Her name's Paula yeah. something. She was cool. I was talking to her for a bit. It was funny because I looked at her and, and she looks at me. She's like, "Do I recognize you? Or you look familiar." And I was like, oh, "So do you?" And I was thinking, "You look familiar because you're from a TV show. That doesn't count." Maybe she listens to the podcast. Yeah, right. <laughs> but what the funniest thing about this party was, not, not, and I'm glossing over the fact that I was there, which was weird. Uh, the producer guy mm-hmm. had hired like four or five male models, like these like super hot, like Brad Pitt looking guys just wearing like Speedos, just walking around, just kind of hanging out with everybody, 
eye candy for the party. I think he had hired them. I don't know. Maybe they were just hanging out there on their own accord, but they didn't seem to know anybody. And I was chatting with one of the guys. I'm like standing there and he's standing next to me. And I was like just chatting like, hey, what's going on, man? Where, and he was like, oh, where, where are you from? I was like, oh, Michigan. He's like, I'm from Michigan. I'm like, well, where are you from? It turns out he was from Bay City, Michigan. Which is just that's where, that's where most gay gay party boys come from. <laughs> well, you know, I don't think this gay guy hunks. was gay because I was talking to him. He said he's from. Uh, he went to college, like uh, I don't know, like Kalamazoo College, Western. And uh, I was after chatting with him, I was just like, this guy's totally not gay. But then I was thinking about it. This dude is probably wants to get into the industry, and since Hollywood is ran by like older gay, super wealthy Jewish men. I bet you this dude's got to suck a lot of dick. Like Travolta. He's probably like a young Travolta, this guy. Mm. I mean, he was probably maybe 24, 25. And, and I was thinking about it because Travolta, during the whole uh, Welcome Back Condor days, when uh, recently when he got uh, busted for groping that masseuse, he was saying, he's like, this is how you get in the industry. You got to suck a lot of dick, basically. So this dude's probably embarking. He told the masseuse that? No, he said you, you um, have oral sex with uh, older. He's like, this. This is how Hollywood works. Yeah, <laughs> there's old gay Jewish dudes that run the industry. You got to suck dick, then you get a movie part or a TV show, and next thing you know, you're going to be having the big lavish parties in your huge mansion up in the Hollywood Hills. So I was thinking, this guy. I guess I never. I never wanted a job that badly to like suck a dirty cock. Well, I was thinking about. I was looking at this guy, and I was just like, you know, this dude obviously is like super good looking guy, but. You know, I mean, so so it was like all the all those dudes, like Brad Pitt, all those guys. So I wonder if every actor in Hollywood has had to like put a dick in their mouth a couple times in in order to be successful. <laughs> and would you be willing to to do that? I you know I don't care. No, no, <laughs> you know it doesn't even bother me. I'll I'll work my shitty fucking online porn job. If somebody wanted to give me like five million dollars to suck their dick. Well, Come on. these guys are getting that. I mean, think about it. They're going to get a movie deal. Probably making... that's, not, that's not five million. I mean, five million dollars. Like, you're going to wire it to my account. I'm going to check my account. And once it's there, okay, I'll, I'll polish your knob. I'll put it in my mouth. Yeah, but think about it. This guy, this model guy at this party, you know, is probably going to get uh, whatever, a tertiary role in the next movie that the dude's producing. He's probably going to get like $500,000 for that part. Then the next, because now, now he's discovered... Now he's going to be getting $5 million a movie. Think of Tom that's Cruise. Not, that's not how it works. <laughs> Eventually. I mean, uh, if, if the public likes him, but this is his shot. He just puts a dick in his mouth. Think about it. That $500,000, half a million dollars will buy a lot of mouthwash. You say, you're saying he's going to get $500,000 for being in a tertiary part in some small movie? Okay, all right. He probably will get a better part than that, depending on how many dicks he sticks in his mouth. <laughs> how good is he at dick sucking? <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, well, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna put you I'm gonna replace Tom Cruise with you in the next Mission Impossible. The Just funny, like a really good dick. The funniest thing about this party, though, is the last thing I'm gonna say about it was that so the producer guy that you know was the host of the party. There are a couple different hosts of this place, and the the producer guy would come downstairs and be like, "Boys, boys, fellas, come on, it's time to play beer pong." And so these like model dudes were all like sitting around playing beer pong and throwing like the the little fucking uh, table tennis ball into ping pong ball into the, the cups of beer and all the gay dudes at the party were just swooning like watching them just like oh my god this is so hot hmm. and I, I was sitting there thinking about it and it reminded me of those videos 
that they play in my brother's bar with the frat boys eating pizza and you know then they start wrestling Just doing normal normal guy things yeah but but, but you know in their underwear but in their underwear and i was like i'm in one of these videos right now it was yeah, it, yeah it was, did you see a camera anywhere People were taking pictures of the of those guys playing and and YouTubing. They were they were video videoing them those guys playing um playing beer pong. Wow. Yeah. Did you was, get in there and play some beer pong? I didn't. I didn't. I was trying to hide in the back. I was I was hiding deep inside the closet. So. Uh, <laughs> <Sounds like laughs> it. But you know, all in all, it was actually kind of a red party because at the end of the night when they start doing uh, the fireworks, uh, he had like a view of all of L.A. And it looked like L.A., everybody has illegal fireworks down here. I, don't, I mean, I guess maybe it's because it's mainly it was on the eastern side of L.A., but Mexicans know how to get fireworks. Mexicans, Mexicans love the 4th of July. They love it. They seem to – they don't like America because they want California, Southern California to be part of Mexico, but for some reason they love the 4th of July. And they, they somehow acquire all these illegal fireworks. So we're watching this, you know, and then you see the whole panorama view of the city – it just looks like we're under alien attack or something. There's just like explosions all over the place. We are. <laughs> Eagle aliens are lighting off fireworks and taking over Los Angeles. I guess if you put it that way, we are under illegal alien attack. So yeah, is, but what's so what's interesting about Fourth of July is you know I I'm not like a very patriotic person. I don't even really consider Fourth of July to be like some crazy patriotic holiday to me it's just like yeah sweet day off of work i get to eat barbecue and get drunk all day you, you don't like reenact the crossing of the delaware and put on a powdered wig or anything like that typically i don't i usually every don't. every third year you do that the other years <laughs> you take it off but i think fourth of july does mean a lot like uh, you know in texas i'm sure it's a it's a big deal you know, why texas because there's just a lot of white people there and a lot of uh, like Arizona, a lot Arizona of black people and Mexicans in Texas too. Arizona, they probably love Fourth of July there. What about like you know New Hampshire? There's a lot of white people in that that state. Okay, so, Maine. So what, what Maine I'm saying has a lot here, of white people. What I'm saying here is, I think Fourth of July, other than the Mexicans, I think Fourth of July is kind of primarily a white holiday. And I'm not alone in this in this contention because I read recently Chris Rock tweeted a very controversial 4th of July tweet. He uh, sent out a message to his followers that said, Happy White People's Independence Day. The slaves weren't free, but I'm sure they enjoyed the fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> and people are in an uproar about this. I mean, yeah, some they, big... didn't, they didn't actually have fireworks on the actual 4th of July in whatever year that was. I don't know because I'm bad, a bad history student. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> they were actually bombs. Right. The the fireworks are supposed to represent the bombs. But do you think, okay, but slavery wasn't abolished to what? After uh, how many years after America's independence? 1865. 1865. America's independence is when? Uh, 17. Seven. <laughs> so 100 years. So there are 100 years of slavery after that. I'm sure there were some fireworks that the slaves got to see. You know, oh, I while, guess you're right. I guess you know, you're right. During that for, time. For a little while. That makes That makes sense. They, but, the blacks have their own ho Independence Day holiday. So Chris Rock is right. It's called Juneteenth. Oh, we've June talked about it before. We've we discussed Juneteenth here on the show. But is Juneteenth an is it supposed to be like – it's the Emancipation Day, right? Yes. It was like the some states had abolished slavery, but like Texas was maybe the last one, speaking of Texas, again. Uh, and they didn't do it till June 19th, 1865. 
But you know, I, I know some black people, and I've asked them about Juneteenth, and none of them know what know. this holiday is all know. about. I always ask people too, or like you say, "Happy Juneteenth." <laughs> to like my person, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, but, you know, the Emancipation Day, you know, slavery. I've never heard the POTUS say mention anything about Juneteenth. He doesn't talk about. Well, he's only half black, and he grew up in Hawaii. I think it mo- it's more of a South. They do it in the South. Because there's a lot of horses involved. There's like black people, like black cowboys. Black people don't ride horses, though. Black cowboys do. There aren't that many of those either. But I guess I've, I've seen the black rodeo in Oakland. In 40, 42 states, it's an official holiday. Sorry, one, one part of this Wikipedia article says 41, and another part says 42. California's one. Uh, Hawaii is not one. That's why... The POTUS, Obama, doesn't say anything about it. Doesn't even mention it. Wow, that's interesting. Hawaii, here's the, here's the, here's the states that do not. <laughs> Hawaii, Maryland, a lot of white people. Montana, a lot of white people. New Hampshire, as I mentioned before, a lot of white people. North Dakota. Mostly white you know people. What they, well, no, you know what they have in North Dakota are Red Indians. <laughs> yes, they have uh, Native Americans that live there as well. Uh, Rhode Island, South Dakota, and God, for God's sake, white people, Utah. White Mormons. They, they don't even let black people in the church like 10 years ago. Black people aside, how do you think the Native Americans celebrate Fourth of July? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Of all the people who are fucked the most. It's probably I know. Them. It's like, well, people are all up in arms about like, well, black people were enslaved, so it's a white holiday. It's like, well, what about Native Americans? Here's you know? what they do. They get drunk and they go, <laughs> well, it's just like we came over there, took their land, gave them disease, um, yeah. alcohol, turned them into alcoholics, then like gave them a couple of casinos. And we're like, oh, we're sorry, buddy. Well, you can't have on. your land at this, back. At, the, at this point, you can't say a couple of casinos. No, okay. They I mean, they massive, like- massive, huge money-making casinos that are all over the place now. So I think, I think, I think, I think they're doing all right. A nowadays. lot of people are asking whether or not Chris Rock was really wrong in this statement. I mean, obviously he's making a joke, but isn't it really a joke? I mean, is, it, is, it, is there some truth in his jest? <laughs> I, I what do your, you think, I love your concern trolling. <laughs> <laughs> I, think it, I think it worked Day. perfectly. He pissed a bunch of people off, and now, now you know everybody's talking about his tweet and writing articles about his tweet. If I could write a, a tweet that the next day there was an, you know, a column in the Washington Post about it, you're goddamn right, I would. Maybe somebody will. Maybe somebody will write a column about me sucking dick for five million dollars, <laughs> and then I'll get my provoking. chance. But I just wonder. I mean, as Americans, you think we all should just like go get some black snakes and some Fourth of July cupcakes? <laughs> you know what it is? It's there's there's the there's the there's the you know college professor and college freshman the whole. Uh, you know that they they really want to identify with black people and 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 sort of co-opt their problems and issues and you know enroll in the black studies department and then there's the conservative uh white people who they just they always want to insist that like america's very equal and we don't have race problems anymore those are things of the past and they're pissed off about chris rock's thing but i don't know i mean i feel like the normal people like you and me like if black people don't like fourth of july okay (laughs) who cares you can still come to my barbecue if you want we're gonna have meats but if you don't, you know, if you don't care for the holiday, I really don't give a shit. Well, what the, I think the people who should be pissed off here are the Native Americans, the Casino Indians, because think about it: black people have Martin Luther King Jr. Day and 
uh, Juneteenth. Freaknik, which Mexican, isn't really a holiday, but it's a big party. Mexicans have uh, Cinco de Mayo. Right. You know, um, white people There's have... some a, other ones. Don't Mexicans have some other ones, too? I'm sure. But, I mean, what yeah. what holiday do Native Americans have? Thanksgiving? Yeah, I'm sure they love that one. <laughs> that's, that's <not> there. <laughs> they have mysterious holidays, you know, where they worship the creatures of the forest. But we don't my, acknowledge... My people. We don't acknowledge people, any of their holidays. My people believe that the dirt is alive. <laughs> <laughs> Every day is the day of the dirt. It is always there under our feet. <laughs> we need casino day. We'll call it Eagle Day. And on Eagle Day, you go to a casino and you gamble. And it goes. Give me money and play the slot machine. Well, people, uh, that, that's the spirit of the forest telling you to play the slots. The dirt, it tells me that you should play the dollar slot, a bigger payout than the nickel slot. This is episode 337 here at Sick and Wrong. Quick recap of last week's show, episode 336. We did two stories. Uh, first one was about the LA Los Angeles Zoo chimp fantasied. And the uh, second story is about an artificial stoner or a stoner who smokes artificial marijuana, who bit a dog. And uh, that one won by an overwhelming majority of votes. So congratulations there, listener, pets. too. Uh, you won episode 336. Send us an email, com and claim your care package. People, you know the way the show works. You send us the sick and wrong stories. We talk about them here on the show. Audience votes. And the winner does get a sick and wrong care package. You can send your stories, com. Submit them via Twitters or through the Facebooks. Before we get to our stories here for uh, this week's show, uh, how about a word from our sponsor, Audible.com. If you're illiterate or have Down syndrome, but you still want to read a book, why not go to Audible.com and get an audiobook? Audible has over 75,000 titles to choose from, with more being added all the time. Just go to audiblepodcast.com slash diddle and get your free audiobook today. So the first story we received this week uh, comes in from Brad in uh, from Michigan. Brad writes, "Hey D and Lance, probably won't be the sickest story of the week, but pretty good nonetheless. Have a great fourth, fuckers." Suspect returned used enemas to Florida CVS. Makes perfect sense, the state, that this, uh, this, this, this uh, article happened. Yes, it does. Man targeted in revolting product tampering. I know, if you think of any state in the country where someone would be returning used enemas, the first thought in my mind would be Florida. Then maybe Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't think of another place where I'd... Rather buy a used enema than Florida. Yeah, it would have to be Florida. I will never buy an enema in Florida now. I hope I never have to buy an enema. Yeah, I was thinking about this. I was, I was thinking about this when I was reading the story. Why, why do you use an enema unless you're in a hospital and they have to do something down there? Like you have colon cancer. Like, do normal people, like, do, have you ever had to use an enema? I've never had to use yes. an enema. For what? I was little. I was probably... 
eight or five or six or something like that but it's sti- the, the, the uh the experience sticks with you trust me why did you have to have your colon <laughs> cleansed at the age of five or eight or six or whatever uh you know impacted feces basically. <laughs> that's what it's used for so if you're yeah. constipated what did you what do you think it's used for i don't i didn't know why but i didn't know it was supposed to i knew it was supposed to make you shit but i didn't think it was i thought it was because like you know you had some kind of stomach ailment or they had to clean out because they had to go in there. I didn't <laughs> you, think it was... You think the water goes all the way through your large and small intestine into your stomach? Through your butthole? Wouldn't it be easier to like give you something <laughs> orally that's in your stomach? Well, I thought you could just take a laxative to shit. I didn't think you had to take an enema just to shit. Well, I think the laxative... Laximative. <laughs> I think the laximative is the first line of defense. You know? And then... <laughs> it's like the drone strike. Just, we'll, just, we'll just send in the drone. That's easy. But, and then you try, like, you know, then you try air, air power, <laughs> which is like going to Taco Bell or something and a laxative. But when, you know, sometimes you need boots on the ground. You got to send in the ground shock troops. So the, and that is, uh, some, somewhere in there's a suppository also. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's just so many ways to make yourself shit. I'm just surprised that I always thought an enema was cleaning it out like a porn star before an anal sex scene cleans out her ass. I think that's a secondary use purpose of the enema. I mean, I, I think the the ground troops are probably the suppository. The enema is the um, it's like the thermonuclear option, <laughs> like the H bomb, because you're not. It's gonna get the shit out of your ass. It's basically like taking a high powered hose <laughs> and just and just spraying it up yeah, your ass. Like I'm just yeah. gonna get in there and I'm, it, it's <laughs> well. I don't really want to go there, but you've seen, we've all seen the photos of the South in the 60s, right? With the cops with the high-pressure firehouse. Yeah, yeah. And, and they're trying to, you know, get the people away from the thing, and that's kind of what it does to your impacted shits. Well, I guess it makes sense. So, so have you been scarred from that, the experience, that traumatic experience? Who gave it to you, your I, mom or your dad? I can't remember. <laughs> I think it was a tag team operation. One of them probably had to hold me down while the other one operated the device it's one of those things it, it once you're at the, it actually isn't bad because it, once you're at that point uh you're so miserable from not shitting that the misery from having your you know colon irrigated is less than <laughs> and you're just like anything to get the shit out Being of me anally violated by your mom and dad's medical device that's not as bad as as being anally violated by all your own shit that's up in there. I think so. I'd rather have my dad administer the enema for some reason. I don't know why. But he never did stuff like that, though. He never did. It was always my mom. My mom did all the heavy-duty you know, medical the work. Parenting. The heavy-duty parenting, the bad side of parenting. My dad, you know, I think my dad would just be like, David, this is going to hurt me more than it's going to hurt you. And then Therefore, I'm not doing it. <laughs> He was more just in charge of the foreskins, huh? Fuck that, that shit. Just... I'll do the circumcision. That's it. Not the other end. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so what what happened here is uh, a CVS is a lot like a Rite Aid. It's a pharmacy. And uh, this Florida man is under investigation for repeatedly returning boxes of used enemas to the CVS pharmacy. For, our, workers... for our English fans, I think the English place is called Boots. Boots? Is that, is that what At it is? That's, I had to buy some like... Uh... Aspirins or something, and I think I went into a boots. Where workers restocked the items. 
You know, there's a lot of different uh, uh, verbiage that is used in this article that is just kind of funny, such as uh, the unidentified suspect has not been charged in the tampering probe. There's a lot of these like anal type of words like probe and restocking. Isn't restocking like a term like a dirty Sanchez or something? Right. But I don't know if it's in common parlance or if we just made it up in our little circle. So, so restocking, I swear we've talked about this on the show. It's when, so like if I shit in my hand and then try to put the shit back inside, inside me, <laughs> I would be yourself or your part or your partner. Well, you could do it, you could it, was do your it yourself. You could do it to your partner. You could do it to your dog. I don't think it has to be, I mean, necessarily, I don't even think you have to have another person. There, I think you could restock yourself. You could re- self re- like it's sort of the masturbation of restocking. <laughs> a masturbatory act is disgusting. Um, so yeah, I this... mean, for that for that purpose, you could give yourself a dirty Sanchez. <laughs> <laughs> but you couldn't donkey punch yourself. No, it'd be hard. There's some you can't do. You can't give yourself a rusty trombone unless you're really flexible. <laughs> <laughs> Could you give yourself an angry dragon? Probably. Possibly. Yeah. You could jelly roll yourself. A jelly donut. Is that what that one now, is? Now are you talking about ones that I don't even know? <laughs> I love how these things were popular like 10 years ago, but yet we're still laughing about it now. Oh, I'll be laughing on my deathbed about <laughs> about dirty butthole sex and wiping shit on people's lips. <laughs> it's my final wish. <laughs> Is there anything you want, Grandpa? Before, you know, to help you ease into ease your way into heaven. I've always wanted <laughs> to, to get a rusty trombone, but Grandpa, you can't get an erection anymore. You're too old. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's the thought that counts. I would have satisfied that last wish for my dying Grandpa. I would rusty trombone. Yeah. I just pay, just pay the dirtiest crack whore you can to come into the hospice. <laughs> just give him one so he could die peacefully. Not from you, you disgusting <laughs> person. <laughs> I want it from a crack whore. <laughs> All right, so the Florida man is under investigation for returning these boxes and used enemas, and workers restocked these items, no pun intended. Uh, the repulsive probe began earlier this month when a worker at the pharmacy, told the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office that uh, the suspect, on four occasions, had purchased ready-to-use saline enemas, only to return the items a few hours later. The CVS employee, Dustin McDonald, said that when returning enemas on June 5th, the suspect told him that it was for his mother, and she no longer needed them. So I don't get that, what, all of a sudden now she's just going to live with an impacted colon? Or I was thinking, like, even more comedically, maybe, that, you know, she's like, go get me an enema, my shit's all backed up. And he's like, god damn it, mom, every time I do this, I come home and you already shit. And then he comes home, it's like, uh, I already shit, sorry. God damn it, mom, you made me miss my, you made me miss my episode of Three's Company. But why, I mean... I, the, the the pharmacy can just say, like, look, we have a policy where you can't fucking return enemas. Sorry. They, they don't let you return that uh, nicotine gum. I tried that once. Yeah, but the thing is, the box wasn't opened. 
Are you just saying they Still, should have a policy even if the box they, isn't? Yeah, they have a they have a policy with the nicotine gum that just when you buy this, you can't return it, and they tell you up front. They should do that same thing with enemas. Like, no, we're not taking back your enema, but the box isn't open. Yeah, but you're just still a disgusting person. We don't trust you. What's interesting to me is is the fact that someone would send somebody on a mission to buy them enemas. I guess a mother would probably do that, especially if she was mm-hmm. ill. But that's why you have kids. You just you know, there's no shame involved. But I would feel shame just purchasing the enema to begin with, and then having to return it and haggle with the the clerk to give me my money back for the enema that I purchased. I'd be far you too embarrassed to do that. you have a receipt? No, I lost it. Well. So, um, CVS Employee of the Month here, Dustin McDonald, accepted the enemas for return. But after accepting them, he was suspicious. He checked the boxes of the enemas to be sure they weren't tampered with. When he opened the box, he observed that all of the enemas had been used. Additionally, <laughs> Did he sniff it? <laughs> I don't know. Do you think he, like, shook it? There's, like, little pieces of feces floating around maybe i mean or is it just i mean it, i mean does fe- fecal matter get back in the enema bag see, i mean the water's rushing out of it so I, I don't see how anything could flow back up inside i imagine little pieces of poo probably get stuck in there you know i mean, I mean around uh, around particles. the tip around the tip of the of the probing part <laughs> um McDonald, on, on the further investigation here, he determined that the unknown white male re-glued the bottom of the box so that it appeared that the box had not been opened. So they probably, if it's an open end of a box, they probably wouldn't return it or wouldn't accept it for return. They need to put them in those, like, really annoying blister packs. That's what they need to do. <laughs> He then checked Problem three solved. other six-pack enema boxes on the store shelves and found that all of the enemas in each of the three boxes were previously used and that the boxes had, the bottom of the boxes had been uh, glued shut. He's kind of like the enema detective. He's like Enema Columbo here. He's like, enema you, Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> do you think the other employees at the store just made fun of him? I bet you got a nickname out of this. <laughs> you know, Sherlock? Maybe. I don't know. Turdlock. Turdlock. <laughs> Turdlock Holmes. Well, it wasn't until June Turdlock 12th. Colon. It wasn't until June 12th when the male suspect sought to return a fifth box of enemas to the uh, store that, that pharmacies empl- pharmacy employees called the cops. On that date, Turdlock Holmes told the man that he could no longer take returns for the item. And they contacted the loss prevention manager and advised that all area CVS stores uh, know about this incident. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think they have its photo up in every store? Do not accept enema returns from this man. He has used the enema. <laughs> it, it's, a, it's a used enema. We cannot take it from... Don't trust this man. Don't even shake his hand. Just leave him alone. This is just another case of people just... Why can't you just beat off to internet porn like everybody else? No, I gotta be thinking about the enemas that other people are using that I've already used. It's the only thing that turns me on. Like, just God, it makes so me, annoying. It just makes me lose faith in humanity. I'm just, I, I think about it. I'm just like, God, I just don't. Ugh. Other people disgust me. They really do. And he's probably on like social security welfare. You know, like who else has time to do this than some guy who's like, oh, I can't work because I have fibromyalgia. But every day I go fucking buy enema boxes and try and return them, and then I go home and beat off thinking about women using them. But you, you know what though? 
when I read stories about, like of this nature, I kind of it, it justifies in my mind people like Howard Stern and Howie Mandel and Howard Hughes with their weird germ phobias because it makes me freaked out. It makes me freaked out that somebody there's a person out there who gets off on using an enema and then gluing the bottom of the box shut and making and he gets off on the fact the fact that you're using his used enemas. It's disgusting. Right, but how? Okay. I'll let it slide. But how does that, I mean, how does that affect germs traveling to your body? Well, no, it just makes me think, well, what else? What, 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 else, what else gets somebody off? But like, here's the you thing. Know I mean? Everybody you see out there, every single person, except maybe a French person, is touching their butthole once or twice a day. I know, but I never ball. think about that. That never occurs to me until I read something like this. Like, now I don't want to go near bulk candy. Like, I, I love candy, but I wouldn't use bulk, I wouldn't go to a bulk candy section in the store but, anymore. But, but the people that work at the candy factory are touching their own butthole two or three times a day. It was some, and they probably have some strange fetish that it's like, oh, you know, this is great. I'm going to stick this uh, musket, three musketeers bar up my ass and then put it back on the conveyor belt. No one's going to know. And then I'm going to jerk off the thought of some hot chick eating it. I'd be, yep. I would feel even worse if I was a hot chick. Because think about what gross it, things it that make, men do. It makes people who, like, steal women's panties and sniff them. Like, it makes panty sniffers seem respectable. Yeah. Like, oh, like, he's a very respectable uh, perversion. He's just a panty sniffer. Well, it's Shit, just like, he can okay. babysit my kids. <laughs> it's like, you know, we're, we're going to, like, yeah, we're going to allow those fetishes. It's just like this guy's like a level six fetishist. It's just right. disgusting. And then there's the diaper people. At so, level 10. <laughs> so listen to this. CBS, a CBS spokesperson here said the company believes that over a two-month period, as many as 12 enema packages were used by this customer who then returned them with resealed packaging to make the products appear unopened. Imagine, imagine being the CBS person who has to like write the press releases. <laughs> this kind of shit happens all the time. <laughs> oh, God damn it. There's a guy masturbating by the dumpster. Here's again. We got to write something to the community not to go back there. Well, the worst part is the pharmacy added. The pharmacy added that it was a that it was proactively contacting twenty one customers who bought the potentially impacted enema products during that period of time that the suspect was carrying out the tampering scheme. So, could, could you imagine that conversation? Or another another bad CVS job. The person who manned the phone. You, you got to be Hi, the PR uh, Mr. person, Mr. Simon. <laughs> yeah, who is this? Uh, this is Kathy from CVS. Like, what, what the fuck are you calling me for? I don't want to buy anything. Uh, actually, it's about a previous purchase you made. Uh, a Acme Model 12B Enema. <laughs> and you're like, oh, that's embarrassing. Yeah, as I did purchase that. Well, it got some other guy's shit on. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I wonder if she she's like, so did you use that enema yet? And you're like, oh, no, it's still in my bathroom. This is okay, getting a little right, personal, ma'am. <laughs> Okay, cool. Don't don't worry about it. I just throw it away and come in just, and have another one. It's cool. All right. You know, would I mean, you ask I, for free candy for your trouble? But seriously, would you want to know? I wouldn't even want to know. Like if someone I'd want to know if someone jacked off in my vanilla milkshake. I don't want to know because then it's going to bother me for the rest of my fucking life. You know. Oh, I see what you're saying. I just would be like, why did you have to tell me this, Kathy? Why? Thanks now now I'm going to be a serial killer. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to kill fetishes, and it's all your fault. Then you find out that she's, like, married to your therapist. <laughs> she just calls all the patients. Hey, somebody took a shit in your salad the other day. 
Like, oh, I'm gonna have to have seventy more sessions. And she's planning her, her she's planning her Caribbean vacation with her husband. The other day, you bought some Tic Tacs. Did you eat those Tic Tacs yet? <laughs> they were actually maggots. Some crazy guy is replacing all the Tic Tacs with frozen maggots. So, as part of the criminal probe. Cops noted that samples were taken of the fluid in the enema bottle and been sent to a Florida Department of Health for testing, and fecal matter was located on the returned <laughs> enema bottles. Another great, great occupation. <laughs> <laughs> I work for the uh, crime lab. Oh, really? You, like, fucking detect bullet holes and trajectories? You're like, Dexter? Mostly they send me strange fluids, and I have to determine if there's shit in it. <laughs> So is, 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 is this shit fluid? We don't know, Doc. You got to tell us. Okay, so, I'll run the shit tests. Do you, you know how like <laughs> cops always uh, come up with monikers for their bandits? Like, so there's like the. So is this like the story of Turtlelock Holmes and the Enema Bandit? <laughs> like, <laughs> the the Enema Miscreant. Like, I, I wonder what they call this guy. I like that you think that the cops are just dealing with all these bandits. <laughs> But they come up, you know, they always have, they come up with some moniker. Or maybe it's the newspapers yeah. that come up with a moniker. You both. Know? They, both both of those groups love monikers. Yeah. So this is Turdlock Holmes in the case of the Enema Bandit. I guess the, the Enema, Enema Tamperer. I don't know. So what do you have here for the second story, Wackerly, for episode uh, 337? I have another story about a perv, and it's also in Florida. Um, no shortage of pervs in that state. No. Th- this first guy that I'm going to talk about isn't a perv, though. He's a good Samaritan. He's a tow truck driver. His name's Eddie Dames. <laughs> he got an eyeful when he pulled up alongside a, quote, buck-naked white male who was, quote, beating off <laughs> while driving. <laughs> That's what he told police. The guy, the beater offer, his name's Robert Leo Casey. Dames, the truck driver, called 911 uh, and unsuccessfully tried to block the exhibitionist from traveling further on the highway, which is really a lot. Of, that's like that's like superb cherub, cherub of justice shit right there. Yeah, I, I don't get that. Like, why does this guy have to be so so proactive here? Like, I, I mean, if I was him, I would be... Well, I'd be taping it on my phone, obviously. But I mean, <laughs> this, this is something you laugh and at. masturbating yourself. Like this is so hot, <laughs> and it's going to be on YouTube. You're steering but, with your I knees. Mean, but this guy seriously is like, "There's a crime being committed in that car, and I must stop it." Like, come on, dude. Maybe he's a you know a holy roller. He doesn't think anybody should be touching themselves. But the children might see it. Well, how come you're not allowed to jack off in your car? It's your fucking car. Yeah, but it's distracted. It's distracted driving. Number one, you're not supposed to be talking on your cell phone in California. You can't beat off either. And you know, frankly, these people who are always in a relationship, they're like, <laughs> "My girlfriend gave me a blowjob on the way to Vegas when I was driving." Like, just just fucking drive the car, please. If I got into an, <laughs> if I got like into an accident and injured, and I found out that the guy was getting a hand job and or a blowjob at the time, I'd be I'd be rather perturbed. <laughs> Would you sue for damages, like emotional damages? You mean would I sue extra because I yeah, knew like I mean you already sued yeah. them for medical. Then would you sue for emotional yeah. trauma from that as well? Yeah, well, but no, what a punitive! <laughs> like, frankly, judge, if this guy could have just pulled over 
and got a blowjob. But no, he's got to have the thrill of like zooming down the road while getting a a BJ, a beej. <laughs> Some roadhead, I think, is the clinical term. Exactly, roadhead. Like, why does it... just get to your hotel and do it there? I Ooh, actually kind it's, of it's it's so hot and forbidden. Like, yeah, it's forbidden for a reason. And I hope your head gets stuck under the steering wheel. But, you know, it's always the girl that thinks she's being particularly sexy when she does that. You notice that? Because most guys are just like, I'm, I'm driving my, my car. Let me concentrate on the road. I'm driving. Okay. All right. Now she's grabbed my cock. I'm going to let her. I'm going to go with this. But you, you don't. I mean, it's, uh, you don't want to actually, like, have a full on orgasm and come all over your fucking steering wheel and dashboard. Right. You know, <laughs> because you then don't. you're going to go get a detail, and the Mexicans are like, God damn it. <laughs> it's Fucking every time a white guy brings his car and there's cum all over the speedometer. Yeah, I, I, I don't get it. I, I would like to take like a study of how many ethnic groups engage in roadhead activities. I bet you the blacks do a lot, and some of the whites. Jewish Probably people. Not many Asians. No Jews. I don't Jews think they're white, though. Yeah, but I, I just don't think they want to pay for the cleaning of their car. <laughs> two cop cars finally pulled uh, over this Robert Leo Casey character because like I said the tow truck driver called 911 they had, <laughs> this is funny the officers asked why he was driving around naked <laughs> like because well, I can't masturbate with my pants on <laughs> what, do you, what do you think <laughs> but uh, the response is even better he said quote I have problems and this is getting and and I have problems with this, and I'm getting therapy. I kind of paraphrase what he said. Wow, so so this has happened many times before. I don't know if he's gotten caught, but he realizes that it's uh, not healthy behavior. <laughs> I wonder how often he does this. I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming all the time would be a good quantity. Dude, I would never let him borrow my car. Ever. <laughs> No, I probably wouldn't be friends with him. <laughs> I would be they, friends so they take with him. They take him all the way to jail. How's this for police procedures? They take him all the way to jail. They don't pat him down until he gets to jail. And when they pat him down at the jail, they discover that he had a toy pistol tied to his inner thigh. I mean, maybe they should have pat, pat him down right away. You know, what if it was a real gun and they, he went on a rampage? Yeah, but did he have his pants on when they pulled him over? They probably were like, okay, well, I don't see anything you know, concealed here. I'm assuming he had his pants sort of like down around his ass cheeks. Oh, okay. Because so how else would down. they not see the pistol till they got him to jail? If he had his pants completely off. Uh, well, it wasn't really just tied around his, eye, his inner thigh. Half of the eight inch long, half inch wide orange barrel was actually up his anus. <laughs> he also had a quote, black cloth tied around the base of his penis and quote, Ball sack. <laughs> That's actually what was written in the police report. Ball sack. Uh, I would love to read the, the police report for this. I'd love to be the other partner that didn't have to write it up, who's just sitting there. Like, well, are you right? You're writing this one up, Hans. Your turn. Uh, again, you have to you have to describe everything, right? Like, well, shit. What's that? It's a black cloth, and it appears to be tied around his uh. What do you call those? Uh, testa, testa, turtle, testa, uh, just call it ball sack. <laughs> it's ball sack on the thing. Yeah, I, wonder, I guess it's called the ball sack. That's what I call it. I wonder if he's like, dude, I will buy you a beer for however many times you use the word ball sack in that police report. 
<laughs> like if you can use it ten times, you're gonna get you're gonna get a, you're gonna get a case, twelve pack. <laughs> then the next day when they do that, like I don't even know what they call it, but on all the, all the TV shows, they you know they have that morning meeting all the cops before they go out. It's a pep talk, <laughs> but sometimes they get a little like, now <laughs> you guys have been. Uh, Writing generally good police reports, but I want you to just cut up with the ball sack references. <laughs> I know it's all fun and games, you guys, but the commander's really coming down on my ass about all the references to ball sack and the police reports. And the guy's like, oh, shit. Well, we can always we go back come. to using scrote. Scrote. <laughs> <laughs> scrote. Uh, so what was the cloth for? Like why? Like was he making his balls disappear? <laughs> I, I like the I like that you don't question the gun up his ass. Okay. No, like, oh, I understand that, but uh, what the what's with the cloth? I don't know. I guess it's like a it's like a cock ring. But on your yeah, I guess on your ball sack, it's it just it seems I've seen, weird. I've seen I've seen photos online of dudes who put like a special just ball sack only cock ring on. There's three types of cock ring, I guess, because there's the one that goes around the base of the shaft. And then I've seen the one that's around the balls, and then sometimes people put it around the top of the shaft and underneath the balls. Wait, they use it for both? It's that's one be ring. a bigger cock ring. That's what I'm thinking. There's like three different sizes, but maybe it's stretchy, right? Sick and I, wrong. I will never, ever use a cock ring in my life. I never will. <laughs> It's, I can tell you that right now. I'm never going to have a cock ring in my cock. Dude, if you had a hot girl, like let's say Kate Upton was just like, dude, you can have sex with me, but... You got to use this cock ring. You wouldn't do it? Hmm. <laughs> Remember how we were talking about dudes who sneak the condom off? She sneaks the like cock that. ring on? No, no. I would, I would pretend to put it on, but not really put it on. <laughs> sleight of hand. Yeah, sleight of hand. I would go to, I would like reach down with it, and then I would slip it into my butthole. Be like, where did it go? Oh, it must be on. <laughs> cock ring talk with Lance Wackerly. I like to go up to little segment. kids and like I like to go up to little kids and pull the cock ring out from behind their ear. Ooh, what's this? <laughs> this is behind your ear, buddy. What Pervert. is that, Wackerly? <laughs> it's a cock ring, son. Here, be... you can have it for your 18th birthday. Don't use it till then. You should do that. You should be the cock ring man. Just go around using cock rings for purposes that they weren't intended for. Just get pummeled by dads on a daily basis. <laughs> like, what did you hand my son? It's a cock ring. For girls, I could pull out a diaphragm. Ooh, <laughs> look at that. <laughs> so this guy was just using cloth, like cloth cock ring or ball bag ball, thing. Ball restriction. I don't know what it's for. It's scrote a black tie. cloth. It's a scrote tie. And he's got a gun up his ass. He's got a gun up his ass. That's the other thing. These bag. guys, these dudes never can like just just go to Adam and Eve and buy a butt plug, dude. That's it's like they always have some strange thing up their butthole. Well, I mean, this guy's uh, resourceful. I mean, it's it seems like it's not everything cheap. Cheap is the word. Yeah, I mean, and, and the shits and the shit always breaks off. I mean, the toy gun is not meant to be up your ass. Whereas a butt plug, you know, it's it's like sturdy. It's got the retraction, the retraction handle, so it's not gonna get stuck up there. It's made of like sanitary neoprene or whatever. I'm just, I just don't understand though. In a person's, I guess, psychology, like when it gets to the point where you just can't look at your computer and watch ujiz.com and jack off and then be done and go along your day. Like yeah. this guy, that's just not good enough. 
Like, this guy has to have a gun shoved up his ass, has to have a black cloth bag wrapped around his balls, and he has to be in his car driving around. I'm so happy that's not me. (laughs) You know, how many hours are in the day for this stuff? I don't know. I got things to do. Well, I can't. I can't. I can't go on a two-hour preparation for my for masturbation odyssey. Well, I went, I'm glad this guy's not like a bus driver or a cab driver or something. Yeah, or a motorcyclist. It's <laughs> <laughs> cock hanging out, flailing around in the breeze. So, did the cop have to take the gun out, or did he just like poop it out? <laughs> You're probably like, you know, you make that motion with your hand, like, come on, come on. And you're just like, you fart. He just pops farts out. it out, pops out the yeah. gun. Do I have to? Yes. Okay. I wonder how often this happens in Florida, though. Well, you might remember that uh, that lady was, was beating off uh, down the highway. Uh, oh, I guess it was upstate Ocala. She was masturbating. Or, or she said she was like, remember she was shaving her bush? Maybe I'm thinking of something else. This says somebody was masturbating. Maybe there's a two different stories, but she caused a 30-minute traffic jam, and cops had to arrest her. I'd rubberneck that, for sure. For women, it's more... I think it's more acceptable. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I don't think there's... I mean, I guess it depends on what the woman looks like, but... I guarantee you this tow truck driver would not have called 911 if it was a woman. Yeah, I know. It's like, a, I'm sure this guy would have been totally cool if she would have, like, flashed her tits or buttocks at him through the window. I don't think he would have, like, pull, well, he might have tried to pull her over, but yeah. I, don't think, I don't think he would have called 911. No. But sure enough. He would have pulled her over and tried to rape her. Yeah. Sure enough, this guy's but, but women, not, you know, they just put their finger down there, and they sort of wiggle it around, and they're like, tee-hee, I had an orgasm. Whereas guys are like, <laughs> they're, like, just pounding on it, and it's, like, big red fucking gross fucking boner. Yeah, like yanking on head it, on it, like sperm shoots out of it all over. Yeah, it's, sperm it's, is going yeah. everywhere. Like it's too, it's too much. It, it's just a much more complex procedure than just like a woman touching herself. Complex and disgusting. Yeah, it's 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 just more involved. It's gross. Yeah, a woman's like she just pinches her nipple. Ooh, I'm I, so turned on. Yeah, like a woman really could. Like they can they can masturbate anytime they want. They can masturbate. They can stick in a vibrating device and just sit at work and, you know, feeling the rumbles all day, the vibrations. It doesn't even have to go in. They can just have something that sits on the surface, from what I've seen. But yeah, here, but, but we, we have to, like, go to a specific place, like a booth, a peep show booth, and jack off there. Because we have shit that like, comes oh, out. I need a tissue. <laughs> there isn't one. I'll just spray it everywhere. And, like, the gu- you know, you have a toy gun up your asshole. It's a huge production. That's why I find it funny that generally men are like known to master or thought to masturbate more than women, but it's like such an ordeal for us. Yeah, you but think, think about would, it this way. You think we'd be like, it's too much. I'm just going to sit on the couch and watch football. Yeah, but think about it this way. They have to bleed out of their vaginas for four days every month. True. That's terrible. I'd hate to have to deal with that. <laughs> yeah. You'd have sweet tits to play with, though. Yeah. Whenever you're sitting around by yourself. <laughs> you can do a lot might of things with those. It. Yeah, it might be cool. So I don't know. It's uh, Florida, man. I just don't want to live there. Well, what happened to this guy? Did he I get do. A... Every day would be just a comedy show. <laughs> it's a, a comedy of genetic errors. That's Florida. I don't, I don't want to turn. I wouldn't want to turn into one of these people. I'll say that. I don't know how long you have to live in Florida before you start doing crazy, wacky shit. 
probably five or ten years. Do you imagine being this guy's therapist? He probably has to, he probably has to make him like repeat the mantra. You will not stick a toy gun in your ass and drive around and masturbate. You will not. <laughs> he probably Who's to say he's it. that type of therapist? Maybe he's the type of therapist who's like, you know, you need to accept your own desires and not feel so bad about it. <laughs> like. <laughs> you know, get rid of the haters in your life. Just free Thanks, yourself. Thanks, Doc. You really made, I feel really b- good about myself now. I don't know. Well, people, you can decide uh, which pervert is the most sick and wrong here for episode 337. Go vote, com. Wagger, we got a few phone calls. The Sick and Wrong Hotline, 206-666-3846 is that number. Before we get to our first phone call, how about a word from adamandeve.com? wrong listeners this is trucker paul i gotta tell you about this wonderful porno place where you can buy jack-off machines dildos inflatable wives i bought them all when i go home i like to diddle my wife with a, a little dildo when i'm on the road i got my second wife my blow-up doll and my jack-off sleeve Go to adamandeve.com. Type in the word diddle. D-I-D-D-L-E. And you'll get 50% off all your masturbation machines. Adios, lick my balls. I put a spell on you. Because of my... All right, so we got a few phone calls here. The sick and wrong hotline. Um, the first, the first, uh, the first call here is from that English guy, the, the Moon. Remember that guy? He sounds like the Moon and Mighty. He Boosh. sounds like the Moon. Yeah. That's our just our shorthand. That's the only way we can remember him. Yeah, I wish I knew what all these accents. I mean, there's names for them, but I just I don't I don't really know what they're called. Well, it's interesting because we got a couple different calls from 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 two Englishmen who seem like they have completely different dialects. Like he, uh, I mean, his, the one guy's, the one guy's accent sounds like it's almost like completely different, but they probably live in the same city. They probably both live in London, but yet they sound completely different. I don't understand how there's so many different ways of talking over there in some place that's like a size of, you know, w- one state. I know. I don't yeah. get it. Cause like you look at the U S yeah, we have people with a Southern accent. You have people with like the New York accent and you have other people, but I mean, no one, none, like we can understand each other. Whereas in the UK, there's so many people there that they're all white people, and they all like grew up, and they probably were born in the same hospital, but yet they have completely different dialects, like there's different accents completely. Well, we'll see. I don't get it. And they all judge each other based on the accents too, which I find funny. Well, listen to these two limeys here. My favorite. I mean, the moon I can understand. I like the moon's accent, but the other guy. It's very pleasing. Yeah, it's soothing to me. Like I could, he could read me Fifty Shades of Grey, and I would probably be aroused. But um, this other guy, the, if the other guy from Brixton here read Fifty Shades of Grey, I'd be like, what the fuck is he talking about? I don't know. Anyway, here, here's right, the, the moon here. called in with a, a harrowing fart story. Hello, I'm just calling with a quite harrowing fart story that involves work. I'm calling as therapy because I'm really harrowed by it. Anyway, yesterday <laughs> we went to this, uh, we had this big farewell party for this bloke at work. I kind of think we're we're not only podcasters, we're fart therapists. I didn't know that harrowed was a a word. I guess it is though. <laughs> He's harrowed by it. 
And, uh, you know, we were drinking loads of beer, loads of whiskey, Japanese sake, and loads of weird food came, you know, like raw fish and raw bits of raw horse with garlic and garlic chicken and all sorts of stuff. So through that, I think uh, I just started doing these disgusting farts. They were like the most disgusting farts I've ever done. So, you know, to spare people from that, I kept going to the toilet whenever I felt a fart coming and just going into the cubicle and, like, spreading my ass cheek so it wouldn't make a sound. And uh, just standing there. <laughs> Have we the talked fart. about this before? Wait. <laughs> We've talked about this before, right? The cheeks, that's just like a five-year-old theory. Like, a five-year-old thinks that the butt cheeks make the sound, but the hole makes the It's the hole, hole that makes the sound. I don't think you can spread your ass, like, six inches apart. It's still going to make, yeah, it's, it's your ass It might hole. make it louder. It's your sphincter. That makes it might noise. make it louder if you spread your butt cheeks. <laughs> Although the idea of this Englishman just sitting in this bathroom <laughs> stall, just spreading his ass apart to try to fart softer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's lucky that the stall door wasn't just like, didn't just pop open and one of like his boss saw him do that. I don't even know yeah. how I would get over that. What are you doing? <laughs> Seriously. What in God's name are you doing in that cubicle? Anymore! <laughs> dissipated so that went really well but the bad thing happened after the party so me and uh, a couple of co-workers two blokes and one woman went together to the train station to go home and uh when we got there i just went off to the to the platform because i felt a fart coming so i went down to the platform and did my fart, and it was the worst one he lives in fear of the fart he does he really does he fears his farts rather than owns his farts he needs a version therapy where you know like seven or eight really hot women uh they lock him and the women into like an elevator and he just has to they make him fart for yeah, like and, three hours and he just any he, or he has to eat like all this taco bell or bean burritos beans, or like your yeah. beans like lima beans it just has no choice but just to fart in front of these supermodels right actually sounds like kind of a wet dream of mine <laughs> and i've done all night and I thought the other people would go to another platform. But straight after I'd done my, my fart, they came down to the same platform and just came right up to me. And it was like, the fart was like one of those old horror films. You know, if it had been visible, it'd be like one of those old horror films where like menacing fog seeps, seeps through the crack of a door. Except Isn't that what the movie The Fog was about? Uh-huh. Just a gnarly fart? It was God's peeping fart. through my God's ass crack. Anyway, like the woman just walked away and like stood a few meters away. She was obviously really disgusted. And then the two blokes did the kind of polite Japanese thing and just pretended that nothing had happened, even though we were unmistakably just standing in this kind of wreathed in this fart gas that was just disgusting. And anyway, <laughs> you do, you do I, know it's a really powerful fart if you're outside. And it doesn't go away. Yeah, it's like you're on a platform and there's wind, but the wind can't blow <laughs> the fart away. It's so, like, it's like clinging to your clothes and hair. You know, I'm one of those guys, I think there's two different kinds of people. Like, there's the polite people that endure it, and then there's other guys that call attention to it. And I'm definitely one of the, the latter category of people. Like, I'm like, Jesus Christ, who farted? Like, which, I, I well, would say that, something. That's, espe that's especially useful if it was you. <laughs> <All right. laughs> because... 
I mean, I, there's the old childhood rhyme, he who smelt, smelt it, it dealt it. it. Yeah. But, you know, it does deflect suspicion away from you generally. But I I would be one of those, but I'd have to say, I would have to say something. I wouldn't just stand next to him or I'd be like, did you fart? Seriously. <laughs> Jesus, what are you eating? Like, how do you make that's gas a, like that's this? That's a very, this is a very Jewish quality. Like the requirement <laughs> to comment upon everything. Like you can't just be like, I'm just observing, you know, this is life. It's fine. You've got to be like, oh, somebody probably wants to hear my opinion on this fart. You should have let that fucker. Seriously. (laughs) What did you eat? Let's discuss this fart for 15 minutes. But I, but I think I mean I would have I don't wouldn't have been doing it to intentionally embarrass him. I think I probably would have been trying to draw any blame away from me. But also like what the fuck, dude? I mean this is like a really gnarly fart. I and can't then, leave the. I, there's no physical way my Jewish brain is going to be able to leave this alone. And then the the other thing that I would do too is like six months later. When we're at the bar again, I would bring it up. Do you remember that time you <laughs> farted on the platform? You made a, what's her name? Hey, like everybody. Susie Ichigawa, like walk like yeah. six meters away. Don't, don't go to the train station with this guy, because last time, he I'm almost never... shit his pants. <laughs> Just didn't know what to say. And eventually, all I could think of was, all I could think of to say was, smells a bit, doesn't it? And they just, they just like looked horrified and then they didn't know what to say. So they just ignored what I'd said. And I think by saying that somehow in my drunken state, I was thinking I could suggest that it wasn't me. And, uh, but anyway, in the end, it looked probably just like I was really proud of the five. So anyway, just thought I'd share that with you. Monday's going to be very awkward for me. Cheers. Bye-bye. I think the moon did a fart. <laughs> the moon can fart too. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. It's uh, I guess you kind of own that fart. I, I said that you live in fear of the fart, but the fact that you actually made a comment about it, you kind of owned it. You were like, I, I'm claiming this one. This is a, I mean, it's definitely a very powerful fart. You know? Yeah. What's worse, though? A fart that just smells or a fart that you actually hear? Like an audible fart that... Like, what do you Oof. think would be more embarrassing? Oh, I don't know. Smell, I think, but... I mean, if it makes a sound, you can't blame it on anybody else. I mean, they know yeah, it came from you. It came from you. It's audible. So. <laughs> Whereas if uh, it's, it's like the poisonous gas, the Cyclone yeah. B of farts, then it's just kind of like, all right, well, this could be anybody standing within the you know four-meter proximity. Well, that's also why you know he walked away from the crowd to fart because he was trying to be polite, and it came back to bite him in the ass. No pun intended. <laughs> You should fart. You, fart. you go walk over next to the homeless guy and fart and be like, God damn, dude. And then Take walk a away. Bath. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. But I mean, this guy, he ended up, uh, being like, he, he tried to escape the fart, but yet was consumed by it. Right. And I wonder. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> so that's, so that's the moon. The moon who lives in London. And I think, he, or no, he probably lives in Jap- Japan, right? Is that what he, what I think he, he said he was back. I think he's back in London. I think he used to live in Japan. So here's another guy who I think also lives in London. And let's, tell me if you can understand what he's talking about. Okay, I'll use all my powers of interpretation. Fill in. How you doing, mate? Fine, are you all right? from Brixton here. Um, just listening to the new podcast. Just had a little, little memory at that time I danced with Master with my mate. Around his house, and uh, 
he decided to go for a walk. I didn't want to go with him because I was on a bit of a trip. So I uh, decided to stay at home before he left. He said, Okay, what's happening at this point? I have no idea. <laughs> I think he said, I heard I heard bell end and podcast. I heard bell end. I heard going for a walk. His friend wanted to go for a walk, but he's a drip and he didn't want to go. And so he stayed home. Right. So I think that's what's happening at this point. Part of the problem is he's got a bad phone connection. Yeah, I think that's part of it. I think his accent's really thick too. Right. My missus is upstairs. Here we are. So as he's closed the door, I'm thinking two things, and I is he telling me you can go up there and bone up? Or you go near well, I'll break your legs. So Okay, what's happening now? <laughs> his girlfriend or his wife is upstairs and he's wondering about a boner or biting somebody's legs. I thought he said like no a idea. bender. Did you say are you a bender or, or something? Oh, does, I don't he, know. does he think I his thought he friend? Said boner. I think he suspects that his friend who wanted to go for a walk was going to bugger him. Oh, is he a bender? Oh. I'm right, thinking okay. his friend like had intentions or plans to bugger him, and so he wasn't going to go for the walk because he didn't want to get buggered. <laughs> he must be really homophobic over there in Briggs. <laughs> hey, you want to go for a walk? Faggot! <laughs> Sorry, dude. See there, you later. Trying to roll a joint. I'm flicking the cigarette about 700 times. Um, time for a piss. I was too scared to go anywhere. So, sitting in the living room, time for a piss for about four hours. Couldn't roll the joint because I was too fucked. Uh, ended up pissing in the plant pot. Uh, no way. Okay. So- this is more clear to me. He this was is more relatable to my life. He was trying to roll a joint, but he was too fucked up. Right. And then he had to piss, but he was too fucked up to get off the couch. So he just pissed in the plant pot. Have you ever done that, Michael? Like just... Pissed in a plant pot? No, like, Maybe. okay, being like, you're so drunk, <laughs> you I can't get off have. the couch that you pissed in like a, you know, a, 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 like a soda can or something. No, I do think I've pissed in somebody's house plants before. <laughs> On purpose? Yeah. Yeah, well, why not? I mean, how would you how would you do it on accident? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, if you're drunk and you're just like, oh, this is a toilet. Brr. No, 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 no. I didn't think it was a toilet. I just thought, you know what? Somebody's in the bathroom and I can't wait. I'm just going to piss right here. Plus, the plant looks a little dry. <laughs> it's, this was a long time ago when I was more of a ne'er-do-well. Your mom's like, why is my fern always dying? Yeah, she was kind of pissed when she saw me doing it. <laughs> to get me down off the trip. My mate comes back and he's got half a tree on him. He's just walking around with bushes and collecting flowers and stuff. So it was a good buzz. But, um, yeah, I still wish I went upstairs and give his missus one, but never mind. You, you learned, didn't you, eh? Oh, then, look, keep up good work. And uh, I'll chat to you soon. All right. That is. Okay, now what, what happened then? His friend came back with a tree? Like he bought a tree. I think he was like, no, I think he was like grabbing plants out of other people's gardens, and he brought them because I think his friend was really drunk too. Oh, so his friend went out and was was grabbing shrubbery, and then brought it all back to his buddy. Shrubbery plants. He, I think he's jokingly calling it. A, it looked like a f- whole tree because he had so much of it. I'm sure his missus must love this type of activity when they <laughs> hang out together. Well, I like that. I, I like dudes. 
that um you know they're in they're married or they're in a long-term relationship i like the type of dude who's you know, wife is sober, reading a magazine in, in a room, and these kind of guys who just get super fucked up and then go just molest their wife. You know, like I'm really drunk. You know, home from the pub, and you and you just go lay on your sober, disgusted wife. And <laughs> you do that whole like human blanket, her. human blanket, yeah. and you're just gonna squash over her. him, babe. <laughs> and then you fart on her. I'm sure she loves that because she's maybe just- they do. Maybe they do. I mean, I'm not a woman. Maybe it's maybe it's like aggressive sort of you know, alpha male behavior. And you're like, oh, it turns me on when you come home all besotted and you just have your way with me. <laughs> you're just wasted. I just can't imagine it is very fun. But. You reek of pretzels and Stella. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm sure they love that. I don't know. Maybe they do. Maybe they do. Maybe that's, maybe maybe that's like, do. maybe that's foreplay in the UK. Yeah. You know? The answer is for the women, woman to get drunk herself, but it seems like they're always you know, up in the room knitting or something. I do like the woman, though, that puts up with her, her husband or, or long-term boyfriend's best friend that is never <laughs> dating anyone, that's always over there eating their food, drinking their I'm beer. I'm that guy, by the way, usually. <laughs> playing, playing video games with her husband rather than allowing her to hang out with him. I always right. love that. I love being that guy. What's up? Like, I thought I thought we were gonna go see forty first dates. Yeah, but Lance is here. We're gonna play Madden for eight <laughs> hours and get fucked up. And then like you you, you can you go wanna, by yourself, honey. Okay. You wanna watch she wants to watch like a Sandra Bullock movie or something, and then you show up and you got like, you know, a Serbian film or yeah. some <laughs> other horror Red, movie. White and blue. Yeah, and you're just like, nah, this is what we're going to watch. You got like a shitload of beer, and then she's like, oh, great. Now he's going to get wasted and wrestle D- with me and fart on me. <laughs> we were going to watch... <laughs> I don't even know any Sandra Bullock movies. What was that? Like, That's faggot shit. <laughs> <laughs> so that, but I think that illustrates the difference in uh, in in accents inflections and it's it's so weird it's like it's it's almost like a different country like that guy came from a different country but they live in the same fucking city right i don't get it i don't get is it. brixton in london i don't know i, it's not, I think so it? i think it's like a city right outside of london or a suburb oh. i have no idea regardless it's a very small country not very small but pretty small compared to the fucking united states motherfucker u.s of fucking uh, a <laughs> they do have they got too many accents they need to go like pair some of them out, and I'm not even talking about the Scottish and the Irish. I mean, throw them in the mix. So you, you can they, they can have like four, but right now I feel like they have like forty or fifty. And then there's the Welsh. You can't understand. At the end, that's a country that you're like there's you're speaking the Midlands English. and the no, and the nor, Northern England, and uh, there's the West Westlands. Well, I can understand going to Budapest and not having any idea what people are saying because they're speaking a different language. But when you go to like Wales right. or you go to Leeds or Manchester, you're like, you are speaking English, aren't you? Well, but wait, no in Wales, the aren't they saying. speaking Welsh? I don't, I don't know. A lot of the time? <laughs> Maybe. That is a different language. So uh, this, this last call here is about a, uh, a Jewish person. Hey, sick and wrong. Um... I was just listening to episode 221, um, and uh, you were talking about awkward boner pictures. Um, I was actually at my friend's bar mitzvah like two, two years ago. and uh, Dude, that'd be a horrible place to get a boner. At, at the a bar, bar mitzvah. mitzvah? But don't you have a suit on? I mean, a, like the jacket can sort of cover it up. You know what I used to part? do is because you... 
Services are so boring. I don't know when's the last time you actually had to go and endure a religious service. It's so fucking boring. You know, probably like twenty-seven years ago or something. Yeah, it's been years for me too. But it's—I just remember as a kid, you just you'd sit there, especially as like a thirteen or fourteen-year-old kid, and you'd sit there in the in the in the the seat in the pew or whatever it is, and you just kind of do that like what I fuck her game, like where you just kind of go around the room. Oh yeah, and I just, know that game. You well. know, you look at every chick because you're so bored, right? You know, and you're you're going around being like, well, she's old, but eh, I guess I probably would. Eventually, you do that, you get a boner. And that's what the prayer books are for. Because you just put uh-huh. them over. Like, you just put them over your pants, and then you're at school. Until you have to stand up. Then you're fucked. Then you're fucked. Because then, especially you start thinking pants. about, like, baseball towards the end of the sermon. Or Seinfeld. <laughs> it's funny. My friend Matt, we, I was sitting next to him. We looked over, and there was just this old man with a boner. He was wearing his, like, small half Compared to this kid, that would have been me. Because doesn't this kid sound like he's like what, like eight, maybe ten? He's probably thirteen. Probably thirteen. And and it's, it's his friends, if it's his friend's bar mitzvah, what? He's what probably age yeah, he twelve or bar thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah, he's like probably yeah, twelve or thirteen. But, but I, did I you think... just say the man was wearing the small hat? <laughs> <laughs> he must not be Jewish himself. I never, I've never been to a bar mitzvah. Did you have your like goy friends come to your bar mitzvah? I, you know, honestly, I was talking about uh, I was talking about bar mitzvahs with um, some some people this weekend. Hmm, bar mitzvah weekend. talk. Bar mitzvah talk. And I, I was saying, I was like, you know, my bar mitzvah sucked because I had just moved to this country and I didn't have any friends. So oh. there really, yeah, there weren't really any friends. I think my brother invited a couple friends. My brother actually had he, a girlfriend he made fast at that time. <laughs> he had already made a girlfriend. Jeff did. Yet you had no friends yet. I'm assuming he moved at the same time you did. Yeah, Jeff. Jeff. Jeff was Jeff was a popular kid. You know, he right. kind of looked like um, Mike Seaver. But yeah, he kind of looked. No, he kind of had that Kirk Cameron thing going. He also kind of looked like Kip Winger from the band Winger. Like he's a good-looking guy. He had his <laughs> combat boots. He's a rebel. Every and then and he had that accent. Whereas I was didn't just he have this, a Camaro too or something? Not at that point. I don't, I don't think he's old enough oh. to drive. No, yeah, right. I don't think he had a car yet. Because he didn't know, he didn't know how to drive. Because he was like, I think he was sixteen or seventeen when he moved here. But yeah. I, I just, you know, I was this Jewish kid that was really goofy looking with fucked up teeth and like poofy frizzy hair, and just no one wanted to be my friend. No, no. And sadly, nothing like has no. changed. <laughs> nothing has changed. <laughs> but anyway, my what bar mitzvah kind of sucked. Oh, it yeah, was no just friends. like it was in the Holiday Inn reception and there, there was no dj or anything but you listen to like i was talking to some people this weekend like some people that were younger than me but there was like oh my god in my school like they grew up in in los angeles where there's so many jews or or detroit yeah. or new york and they're like oh these parties their parents would spend like fifty thousand dollars on this well one of one one girl was saying that her this kid's parents chartered a yacht and they was god like damn. a three-level yacht and she was like oh like, she goes we had to go to a bar mitzvah almost every weekend i was like wow that's crazy I mean, I, my, the town I grew up in is so much smaller, but I, so it's, and probably how many Jews are in your school? Like four? Yeah, something like that. We should start crashing them when I'm down in LA the next time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you get like four of them on a Saturday. I bet you can. They, I'm sure they have good food. I don't know. Hot bitches. <laughs> That's called. The Jew probably knows what it's called, but, um, he's wearing that, and his pants, he just had a raging boner right there. Nothing to conceal it, just, just pants bulging up so yeah it's pretty funny um 
don't end your story with yeah pretty funny it, like for lack of a punchline you you comment that your own story is funny not very professional <laughs> well i mean i'm kind of expecting did something happen was he smiling at the kid like did something happen did he you know did the guy try to reach over and touch his leg i mean it just seems like we're just left high and dry here like you know yeah. there, there's no resolution I know, and if nothing happened, you just make up, a, you know, lie that something happened. Yeah, like, but when uh, you when you get to a certain age, you're proud of a boner. You're like, oh, look at that! I never thought it would happen again. <laughs> hey, Saul, look at my boner. But it's kind of funny. When I was a kid, I don't think I'd ever like actively noticed other men's boners. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, how weird would that be, though? Like, if you're like, you know, a little kid here, you're 12 years, 13 years old, and there's a guy next to you, just like. Jesus Christ, that guy's full-on pitching a tent right next to me. I'd have yeah. to say something. I'd be like, God, what, what are you thinking about? Why? You're in synagogue. There's a kid up there. Are you a pedophile? Like, what's going on here? You got a full-on boner. And that would have Yes, bring, I, I am a pedophile. <laughs> I would have brought it <laughs> up years later, too. Yeah. Well, he'd probably the... be dead years later. He's an old man. <laughs> so you know what's funny? So you're talking about a yarmulke there, kid. It's a yarmulke. That's what they call it. It's a little Jew hat. The kid knows a what it's called. He's playing around. I wonder if Everybody he knows wear what one. it's called. I remember at uh, bar mitzvahs, like when I would go to bar mitzvahs, um, other bar mitzvahs, and I'd have like you know, I'd see like other kids from my school that were there, or like my, you know, that that would be invited. I would always right. make up different not, things. Not kids that were yours because nobody came, right? No, not this isn't at my bar mitzvah. Like my sister's oh. bar mitzvah yeah, right. when she had friends. Right. It was much different because like a ton of people were your sisters. She's very well loved. But like at yours, there was nobody there. There was no one there but family, okay. family and okay. Jews that I didn't even yeah. know. Although I did. Cash I just don't. In. I, I just want to. I don't want to lose sight of the fact that nobody came to your bar mitzvah. <laughs> Must you right. keep rubbing it in? It's like salt on the wounds. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still not getting over it. But your sisters, I mean, it was just like Packed people all over the place, children. just yeah. screaming, having a great time. Bouncy castle, basically. Bouncing around like in the bouncy castle. Bouncy, yeah, it was. Yeah. It must have been very pleasant for her. But I remember fucking with the kids that were non-Jewish that were there because I'd, t- I'd tell them like, you know, if, 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 if you drop a prayer book, you have to get down and kiss the ground where the prayer book fell. So don't drop your prayer books, like seriously, because if you don't, the Jews will make you. Like you can just come up with like different things to say. So that all these kids just totally paranoid that they're going to piss off the Jews. You should do that, <laughs> kids that are having bar mitzvahs. Go fuck with your friends. It's a great way because they have no idea what Jews are capable of. And right. they all have these like suspicions. You know, they all think we have horns. Hold the horns fell off. Yeah, you know. You know, I learned something new about Jews. I mean, real quick, I'm going to share this with everybody. Okay. Have you ever heard of a, uh, a hat called a strimal? A strimal. <laughs> no, I have not. Sorry. I've seen strimals, but I never knew what a strimal was. It actually sounds like some kind of pastry. But um, you see the Hasidic Yeah, like a strudel. Jews, a strudel, but it's not. It's a strimal. Yeah. And it, it's a big furry hat, like a round, furry, <laughs> ridiculous-looking hat. And I've seen Hasidic Jews, you know, the Jews with the beards and the curlies. Some of them wear black hats. Just like a regular black hat. The black, the black hat, when I picture the Hasidic Jew, it's the black hat. It's the black hat. Most of them wear the black hats, but then some of them wear strimals, which is the big furry hat. And I always wondered, like, why are they wearing the furry hat? What is the significance of the furry hat? And, uh, you know, come, come to find out, I looked it up online today, the furry hat is for a married Hasidic Jew. So unmarried men wear the regular hats. 
I see all I ever see is the regular hat, so there must be a lot of unmarried Hasidic Jews out there. I mean, maybe it's uh, maybe they can choose. You once you're married, you're like, I can wear oh, my yeah. strimal, or I can wear my black hat. But you if know? you're not married, you can't wear the strimal. So I wonder if like chicks know, like when, when Hasidic chicks will like look over and be like, oh, he's got a strimal on. I'm not going to look over at him. It's like your wedding ring. There's got to be those women who are out there like looking for the dudes with strimals on. <laughs> I want to get you a know, strimal. I want to get like a podcasting strimal. Yeah, but dude, it's, yesterday I was driving it looks down. It's really hot. I mean, L.A. is hot. It's got to yeah. be hot now. It was 94 and degrees. Fur, and they're wearing this big furry hat because it's tradition. Oh, it's, it's like 94 degrees outside. And I'm like this big Russian furry hat. And I was just like, dude, first of all, you look completely fucking ridiculous. I'm not even talking I, about the curlies. I, I, I equate. The, I, I mean, I link this back to the dude who's returning enemas so he can, like, you know, get, get his rocks off. Like, come on. It's 2012. You don't need to go around in this like thousand year old getup because you think it makes you more like righteous. Just put on some fucking normal clothes that everybody else wears. Blend in. You don't gotta like flaunt your religion all over the place because like that's the only way you can like be good with God. Markley, you know Hitler said the same stop, thing. Stop trying so hard. Hitler said the same thing. Yeah, because Hitler was normal looking. <laughs> Speaking of people with bizarre like fashion sense, <laughs> he ruined that mustache for everyone. I know, no one can use it now. Although Except the, for Michael the, Jordan, the, the emo haircut though is back in style. I don't know. I kind of want to get one of those strimals. They look pretty awesome. They, they it looks do. cool, and it'd be funny to wear, ironically. But people, call the Sigrong hotline two zero six 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 three eight four six. We have time for one quick email that's going to read to sigrongpodcasthotmail.com. Uh, this comes from, her name's Amy. She says, hey, Dean Wackerly, I'm trying to catch up on all your episodes, but I'm only up to 95. My boyfriend always complains I'm more interested in you guys than him. And I try and listen to you as often as I can. So I'm currently 17 weeks pregnant, and I'm going to get a sick and wrong baby outfit made for my baby. <laughs> Which is bizarre to me. <laughs> like, well, like, what does a sick and wrong baby outfit look like? Isn't it on the Cafe Press store? I know we have the bibs. Yeah, we do have sick and wrong bibs. bibs. And is I think that we have an, sick is and wrong a bib jumpers. an outfit? I think you got to put more clothes on your kid than just a bib. And I think we have a, that uh, that kind of. I think they're called the jumper or something. It's like an all-in-one sort of outfit, but their legs are exposed. I don't understand. It looks like a bathing suit. Why don't Why don't we continue wearing those? But you can just clip, <laughs> pull off the thing, and your ass comes out. It's like yeah. it seems very convenient, like sweatpants. Well, star. I think they wear those in Star Trek. Those, like, an adult baby version. jumper and adult jumper. This is one one big outfit. It just covers your whole body. And then, she, you know, it probably has a flap in the back. She says, I promised photos of my baby wearing sick and wrong outfits in late December. <sighs> Can't you just send a picture of your tits, your pregnancy tits? We'd, we'd really like that a lot better than a picture of your baby. I know. There, there, if there's one thing that just kills a boner, it's a picture of a baby. It doesn't I, just, and I, I'm not concerned with killing my boner. I'm just concerned with I don't care about your baby. It's nice that I'll have a, some a, a sick and wrong outfit on, I guess. But well, we were talking about this the other day. It's a lot, you know. We're at the age right now where a lot of friends are having offspring, 
And when right. they have a baby... It's, we've been at that age for the past 10 years, but okay. All right. But it seems like recently a lot of friends have been having... Um, this is the second wave. This is the people... You know, there's the wave of people who are like, I'm 23, I need to have a kid. And they have, you know, at this point they've got like three or four. But now we're at the, the, other, the, the people who are like, well, I'm in my 30s. I guess I better have a kid. Before, you know, no, you know what? It's funny. It's like there's like the retard cutoff. It's like, holy oh, shit. God. It's like I'm almost 35. If I don't this have a kid so, by 35. This is so overblown. I know, but it, I think people do have that in the back of their mind. That's why, like, when they're mid 30s. Because, because there's a mania about it in the fucking news. Um, That's why. Possibly. I don't know. But it, but it seems like it, it, when they hit their mid 30s, they got to start squeezing out children. And once right. they do, it's the, the most special event of their lives that they. That they have to share with others. They got to fill up your Facebook fucking timeline with just pictures of babies. They got to text you pictures. I got texted. My friends text me pictures of babies. And I don't it, mind seeing. I don't mind seeing close friends' babies. But yeah, like you've got all these Facebook people where you're like, you don't, you don't even barely know them, and they're just constant baby faces in, our, in their timeline. I, I usually, I have to hide them. Yeah, I, I just don't. It starts even... with it starts with a sonogram. Now you're just scrolling down. And you're like, oh god, another sonogram. It just reminds Hide. me of that Bill Hicks bit where he's like, "Your children aren't special." I mean, <laughs> I I I waste like six million of them in my tube sock when I throw it away the other night. You know, it's the same okay. thing. Like we could fucking go make you're, our no, own babies. Your sperm, your sperm is not a baby. <laughs> but you, you, you can't make your could. own. You cannot make your own baby. We could get an egg. It's false. And then we just mix it go, over. Where are you gonna get a? Where are you gonna get an egg, Walter? No, I'm just okay. I'm just saying that <laughs> I could go get a woman and you know begin a relationship with her and could get her you? to trust me. It's not to that, the point it's that, not I could that stick easy. My penis inside of her. And it's then not that easy. I've tried ejaculate, it. and she would be pregnant. Okay, it isn't that easy, but I could do it. I could. It's happened before. So your children really aren't that special. Wait, it hasn't happened before. Then, if it happened before, then you would have a kid. No, I'm saying it's. I've, I've had relationships before. No, God, True. no, I haven't had a kid. But if you would have impregnated one of them, there probably would have been like, oh God, I'm getting an abortion. Look at you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm saying being in a relationship is just you're you're taking all the individual parts and saying like, well, that's easy, that's easy, that's easy. Like yeah, yeah, masturbating and shooting sperm all over the place. That's easy. Getting into a relationship with a woman is relatively easy. I mean, you can always find one. You just keep lowering your standards. But, like, going through the whole thing is not that easy. Okay, but, it, but I'm just saying. I get your point. You <laughs> Having a baby isn't easy, but I do get your point that the kid is not unique or special. It isn't unique or special. I mean, it's. it's unless really it's like an Bill X point. But so, yeah, unless. Okay, if, if your kid. All right, I got to say that. If your kid is born with some kind of mutant ability and could do something like he cool. Can shoot fire out of his penis. Fucking his little tiny send me as penis. many pictures as possible because I want to see that. Or make a YouTube well, video. Well, I'm on the show. Well, yeah, I'm on the no, show. That's kind of cool. So, kid, you you have a tail. <laughs> What's that like? <laughs> so she says, I'm also thinking of Lance as a name if the baby is a boy. Keep it safe. Keep I it would wrong. recommend I against guys. it. Lance is way hot. <laughs> the emoticon thanks, thanks, smiling and thanks, winking. Pre- thanks, pregnant lady. <laughs> what do you think? Don't, that, what, don't name your kid Lance. How, how do you feel that uh, she's going to name her child or firstborn after you? It's a gay name. Don't name your kid that. <laughs> well, you wouldn't, if you got to go back in time, your parents are like, you can choose your name, young Lance. You would, <laughs> yeah, you I would be it? like, uh, how about Mike or Jim? 
<laughs> Too pedestrian. Lance is a good name. You, you know, your kid can grow up to be a podcaster or a gay porn star. It's pretty much it. Podcast, a magician, a, a magician. There's that Vegas Lance magician, Burton, yeah. Lance Black or Burton or whatever. Lance the Burton, the magician. Is. So there's yeah, magician, yeah. gay porn star, or podcaster, or all combination of all three. Yeah. Um, people, you can email the show at ziggrompodcast@hotmail.com. Uh, if you haven't already, go and subscribe to iTunes. Give us a vote, a rating, and maybe a little comment, a wee little comment. It helps out the show and boosts our exposure. We've actually been doing kind of well. We have over 1,100 comments now. And I'm just talking the U.S. side. So uh, we appreciate that. So people, go support the show by subscribing via iTunes. Um, as for the t-shirt situation, we do have new t-shirts coming very soon. Right now, if you want to order, I only have a few sizes left. So email me before you order. It's the com, and I'll confirm whether or not I have your size. And um, then we can avoid the whole return and exchange. I don't want to return a used t-shirt to you. So who knows what I've been doing with it? You have no idea. <laughs> But we still have a cleaning couple your, Cleaning your kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> what is this, a coffee stain? Jesus. What kind of an operation are they running? Uh, coffee stains the least of your worries. <laughs> I smelled um, it. It's not poop. It's coffee. <laughs> poop, I would be able to sell it on eBay for a markup. I want to dedicate the Sick and Wrong Song of the Week uh, to a good friend of the show who passed away this past week, um, Holly Stevens. Uh, also known as the Queen of Clown Porn, died on Tuesday, July 3rd in uh, San Francisco. Real bummer. I, mean, I think we mentioned Holly was battling cancer like a few weeks ago, a few months ago on the show. Well, she's been battling it for a while, like a year. Yeah, for about a year. But I mean, it was but like... Still, it progressed quickly. She had a really aggressive form of cancer, and it just like within a year, it, it metastasized until it became like brain cancer. It was like I think she was diagnosed in March 2011 with stage three, and then within a year, it spread throughout her body. But um, Holly was a good friend of the show. She'd been on a few episodes. Uh, some of the, True. some of the like, uh, I think a Hallmark episode she was on was the one with um, Juliet Stray, the tranny. It's probably one of the grossest episodes of Sick and Wrong. You missed that one because you were on vacation. Right, but I was on another one with her. I think where we were talking about condoms in porn or something like that. Yeah, okay, yeah. She was, uh, when they were voting... On whether or not to have condoms in porn, I think we called her up and asked her her sentiments on it. But I knew we were. I was in the studio with her one time too, so maybe she was on three times. I think she's on like three or four times. I think. Right. Um, but know. you know, Holly was really unique, and she was, and I was glad to have known her. It's kind of, it, it, it makes me feel weird that we've been having all these guests of the show die this year. I, you know, I'm a little worried about who the next guest might be. I'm thinking uh, serial killer board game guy. Better watch out. You know? I think he's uh, past the statute of limitations. <laughs> I don't know. Holly will be missed. Um, you can go. I know she's performed in over 170 movies. Uh, she was um, a kink.com model, hogtide.com, um, dungeoncore.com is one of the sites she worked for. She was also at the, uh, you know, she was on the Howard Stern show. I didn't even know was that. Was she? Yeah, she was on the Howard Stern Show. When? Um, a long time ago? I think it was like in 2004 or 2005. Was she talking about some? Oh, probably just about the clown porn? I think she was on to do clown porn. And I, I remember, actually, you know what? Now that I think about it, I, I think we talked about that on Second Wrong because she said that Howard Stern kept saying, why do you have to do that? Why are you into this? This makes no sense to me. You know, like, do you really? Do you need to do that? I need to dress up? Because she was dressed up as a clown on the show. Uh-huh. But um, you know, well, Holly, isn't there also a Swedish documentary about her? 
It was a Norwegian documentary. Norwegian? That came out about her. But um, you know, she, she was uh, nominated for AVN Awards, Best Group Sex Scene. Yeah. Well, so anyway, um, Ollie bad. will be missed by many, and uh, kind of bummed me out this week. I'm going to dedicate the Sick and Wrong Song of the Week to her, Wu-Tang Clan's Dog Shit. I think it was her favorite rap song. It's, good, it's mm. a good one. It's got an old dirty bastard um, doing a lot of rapping on it. But I'm going to dedicate that one to Holly Stevens, good friend of the show. Uh, people will be back next week with episode 338. Till then, take it sleazy. Coconuts, dip my duck in between your donut. Don't want it if it ain't no slut, bitch. Father ship touch ground like lion soup. Don't invite me, I tear the fuck down. White boys cut my toupee. Seventh day rester on screenplay. I slope MC Slay. Ain't nothing to fuss ass. Bullet him, get him fast. Bitch, I don't break out. Blast to the next rest. The dog piss on MCs like trees. Got meals, but still grill that old good welfare cheese.